You can build the life you've always desired. You can become the person you want to be. You don't have to listen to society. You can step into your inner power and your truths and set yourself free. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 8 of the Writing to Inspire podcast with the one, the only, your favorite or soon to be favorite host, Jamal Kedora. Thank you all for the constant support and encouragement and for those of you who don't know or who don't know me excuse me or who are new to this podcast this unscripted greatness where I just come on here and talk about whatever comes to my fucking mind and yes I cuss I base this podcast off of my Instagram page the writing to inspire page where I post my poetry prose and my deepest thoughts and insights so feel free to follow there. Actually, go and follow if you're not following because you're missing out. I am home on this lovely hot Monday. My room feels like a sauna right now. And I'm kind of sitting here like, damn, I gotta really make this episode and I can feel the sweat forming on my forehead. Sorry for the nasty visual. But just to give you guys a glimpse of my everyday reality. So I want to talk about on episode 8, what I call the period of deconstruction. It's my own term, from what I know. Again, maybe in some psychology textbook, someone else has coined the term. I don't know, but to me, given my limited scope of knowledge and what I've read, and I've done my fair share of studying, this is my term. So if anybody out there is using it, you tell them Jamal from Writing to Inspire has coined it. So, I want to do something a little bit differently today. I want to read a quote off of my Writing to Inspire page that is pertinent to this topic, and then we'll delve into it. And actually, I want to start doing that. So, those of you who do not know my work or who are unfamiliar with it can get a glimpse of it. So, I wrote this and I posted it on June 11th of 2020, not too long ago. Here it is. It is okay to feel lost and uncertain. None of us have it completely figured out. But each day, you'll get a little closer. You'll start to figure out who you truly are and what you want to become. And that is it. And I wrote a very detailed caption, as many of you from the Writing to Inspire family know. I do on every post, and I know a lot of you guys enjoy that. And I thank you tremendously for continuing to support and encourage my work. So I want to pose this to all of you. Maybe right now, you're feeling lost. Maybe right now you're feeling uncertain, unsure, confused, angry, resentful. I'm here to validate every one of those emotions and to encourage you by letting you know that you're not alone. I'm expressing solidarity and I'm quite certain that many people from the Writing to Inspire family would echo this solidarity and would e and excuse me would echo these very sentiments there is no such thing as having it all figured out that is a myth none of us have it all figured out i myself am doing this podcast and hoping to offer wisdom and insight to guide those who may need it but i'm not stating that i have it all figured out in fact uncertainty 
roams my mental parameters far more than any other emotion. I don't have it all figured out. I do have a plan, but the plans are often subject to change because of life's volatility. It's the same for all of us. Life very often deviates from your plan. And that's okay. It teaches us innovation, perseverance, and determination. Because success, or the fulfillment of one's deepest self, is not paved on a smooth smooth excuse me path it is paved with determination tenacity and innovation being able to overcome and adapt to varying circumstances albeit difficult circumstances so these feelings are normal and i attribute them to what i call as aforementioned the period of deconstruction so what is the period of deconstruction? Well, from the time we were children, we were always taught who we had to be, what we had to like, what we had to believe. We were indoctrinated with a plethora of cultural, social, societal, religious norms and customs that have left subconscious imprints on us that thus then dictate our behavior and leave us at a war within ourselves. Because who you want to become is often at war with who you think you need to be, with who the world has conditioned you to become, so that you may seek what all humans are seeking, love, connection, and safety. But I posit that you are not receiving, nor indulging in genuine, authentic, and healthy forms of love, connection, and safety, if you are hoisting this facade, and allowing this facade to precede you, allowing this caricature of your true nature to try to connect with others, and to try to form these bonds, rather than your truest highest self. I don't say this to shame you. I say this to embrace your humanity, to welcome you back to yourself with the truth, because I myself have been victimized by this notion. And it's okay. The period of deconstruction begins when we start to question our inner narratives, to question our patternings, our choices, our decisions, and most importantly, our motivating factors that underpin why we undertake such commitments, why we feel the need to behave, or to act, or to suppress our feelings and our thoughts the way we do. Think about that for a moment. Who are you really? Are you really somebody who loves pharmacy or the medical field or the construction field? Or was that a job or rather an imposition that your family placed on you? What religion are you? Are you a Christian? Are you a Muslim? Are you Jewish? 
Are you Hindu? Are you Buddhist? And again, all of this is okay. No matter what religion or race or identity you hold is totally fine. But I'm inviting you to question what is it that you really believe and why? Are these beliefs that you hold because you have validated them and you enjoy them or because they were in positions? Because you were told that you had to be these certain things to fit in. What about your college major? You know, maybe you really want to major in arts or philosophy, but society shuns that and shames you. And you're subject to degradation, and you feel the need to recant your desires and positions so that you can do whatever is necessary for safety. What about the friend group that you have? Or the familial ties that you try to strengthen? Are these people who really benefit you? Or are these people that you've grown accustomed to? Or that you feel like you must maintain ties with for safety, connection, and familiarity? There is no right or wrong answer. I want to be clear. I'm not saying that whatever cultural, societal, or religious, and social beliefs you were brought up with are wrong. I am not saying that at all. I welcome varying beliefs, ideas, and identities, and I think that is what makes our world beautiful and vibrant because it has so much uniqueness to it, so many differences. But what I'm saying is you need to question who you really are, and if you have these beliefs or these mental constructs because you chose them or because you inherited them. And how do they fit with who you are? Because there is no greater distress than undertaking a manufactured role. Than feeling like you have to be someone or something you're not. Merely to fit in. Merely to receive what we all starve for. Connection. Love. Fun social settings. It's normal. We feel the need to fit in because it's a biological defense mechanism. Human beings' survival was perpetuated by staying in the group. Being able to socialize. And to have community. And to carry one another through. Albeit today, though, our survival instincts are a little bit... Um, Stronger than they need to be, because in today's society, if you get cut off from a social group, you won't necessarily die the way ancient man and ancient woman would. But I'm drawing this parallel and this point to illustrate the normalcy. To show you that it's okay to have these thoughts and these feelings, and that you're not, quote, weak or undeserving merely because you've been wearing masks for a majority of your life. You're human. And to a certain extent, masks will always be a part of this journey. But you want to get deeper into your authentic self. You want to question your beliefs. You want to question these narratives. You want to question why you're doing what you're doing. So that you can receive enlightenment. So that you can be redirected to your true path. And then you can get the job you want. The major you want. 
the friend group that you want, the religion and belief system that you want, the strong social ties that you want because you're worthy of all of this. I underwent a period of deconstruction myself. I love story time, guys, right? I know all of you love it because, hey, none of us want to really go out there and raise our hands and be the first one to get called on. But I like to do it so that I engender an atmosphere of openness and encouragement for all of you to step into your power. I went through a period of deconstruction. I think the period of deconstruction obviously can happen at varying times in your life, different times. But typically I've noticed it to be within eh, the mid-20s, early 30s. Because that's when we begin to deconstruct prior beliefs, to see the very foundation they were built with, and in many cases, this foundation is comprised of other people's beliefs, cultural standards, religious conscriptions, societal uh, standards as well. All of these things are underpinning what we call our self, our true self. So you want to deconstruct, get to the bottom of this foundation, see what it's comprised of, and then question, okay, what am I really made of? And is this me? Or is this just one grand inheritance? Things that I never really chose. Things that were imposed on me. And it's okay, we've all had our fair share of impositions. Whether they be cultural, social, societal, religious, it's normal. It's okay. And I'm not saying that anybody who imposed these things on us had bad intentions. No. Our parents, our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles, our neighbors, our friends... They pretty much do the best with what they have. Operating from limited parameters themselves. But higher consciousness comes from questioning. And questioning who? Yourself. Because that right there is the most trying task of them all. The most daunting. There will never be a greater and more terrifying endeavor than delving deeply into oneself and facing the very foundation that, cre that has created and contributed to who they are for years. And then saying, you know what? I may need to remove this part and replace it with this. I may need to change beliefs. Because when you change and when you grow, sometimes inadvertently and intrinsically you are pulled away from others. From people who have yet to do the work, from people who will just always be in opposition to your beliefs, to your ideals. And that's okay. Because when you separate from what is not meant for you, you gain the ability to receive what is. So my period of deconstruction. I started to question why I was doing what I was doing. <clears throat> why I was going to school and staying in college in amassing debt, and again, I'm not anti-education, I love education. You're, this is somebody who spends a majority of their time reading, studying, listening to debates, and even contemplating going back to school. But what I'm saying is these should be choices that you undertake because they're in alignment with your purpose. If you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you're going to need education, so you must pursue that path. But if your dream is to open up a restaurant or to you know, maybe become an author, like in my case, you may not necessarily need a degree. And you may not necessarily need to amass such debt. 
So I started to question, why am I going to school when I know that my journey and my passions lie in writing and speaking and self-help? So I questioned that. Why did I feel the need to go to church every Sunday? Because I was raised Greek-Orthodox Christian, for those of you who don't know. And I started to think, okay, what is it I truly believe? And I want to get deeper into religion, into faith, to see, okay, what do I deem to be the truth? What to me, what claims can be amply substantiated? Because these are big choices. Religion, going to school, picking a career, these are all things that affect you and your decisions for the rest of your life. And you have every right to deconstruct your inner pillars. To dissect the cores that you find. And to question and then adjudicate accordingly. And say, okay, maybe I need to, again, remove this belief and replace it with this. Or maybe I need to strengthen this belief. It's all okay. I'm not saying that when you undertake the period of, this, of deconstruction that you're going to change your major or lose your religion or become totally different. You may not. But at the very least, you will understand more of who you are, more of what you want, and you'll have reasons that can strengthen your inner pillars, that can make you firmer in your character. But in some cases, you may walk away from the major. You may walk away from the career. You may cut off ties. Or you may leave your religion. Or you may disagree with many cultural and societal conscriptions. And you choose to embark on your own path. And guess what? That's okay too. My point is, your choices are okay. And you being who you desire to be is okay. And I implore all of you to make the choices and to commit to the very essences that nourish your soul, that plant belief within your heart, and that guide you deeper to the light, that luminous entity that fulfills you and that takes you to where you're meant to be. So I started to question what I really wanted to be and why I was going to school or why I was going to church every Sunday. I started to question why I would maintain certain social um, ties or why I wouldn't really stand up to myself to certain family members who really needed to be stood up to. And it's because I was raised in certain cases that, you know, you always have to respect your elders and you have to conduct yourself accordingly. And I, I eventually realized, no, like what I was taught in many cases was not always true. And there are times to stand up for yourself where it's necessary and it's absolutely vindicated. And you must. You must for the sake of you, for the sake of your worth, and for the sake of what you want. And there were times where, excuse me, times where I realized, no, this isn't the right major for me. I don't want to be in school right now because it's taking away from what I want to do. And am I saying that I didn't make mistakes along this journey? Absolutely not. I made plenty. Are you kidding me? My book one day could be a comedy of mistakes. And that's okay. You're going to mess up. But the point is, as long as you're making choices that are in alignment with what you want, 
you are seeking and achieving your deepest sense of self, and that will help you gain what it is that you're worthy of. That will help you reach fulfillment. I did cut ties with people. I did change my major. I did question my religious upbringing. I did depart from previously paved paths, but paths that I never paved, paths that were paved for me. And I went my separate way. And I was subject to scrutiny. Two, criticism. I was maligned plenty of times. But all of these moments strengthened me. And they led me here. And now I'm doing writing to inspire. And the page just hit 42,000. And I'm so grateful and thankful. And now I have people listening to this podcast. And no, this isn't me bragging. It's me expressing gratitude. For choosing what I chose. For honoring my needs and my wants. And for now enjoying it. Do I still have periods and points of confusion? Of sadness and sorrow and uncertainty? Absolutely. But they will never be erased. Those parts are intrinsic to the journey because of life's unpredictability and volatility. They will always resurface. But we will always know what we feel in our core and how to tailor our approaches accordingly. What you like in your 20s or your 30s will probably be far different than in your 50s and 60s. And that's okay. There are plenty of people who change beliefs or who change careers in their late 40s or their 50s. It's fine. Because your desires, your wants, your needs, they change with time. The point is to honor what you're feeling in that moment. And what you deem to be in alignment with your highest truths with your deepest self. And yes, you may lose people along the way. You may sever ties that you've clung to for years. You may embark on new, daunting paths that terrify you. But believe me, you'll get through it. You'll realize what it is that you like and what it is that you dislike and who you're meant to be. And it's totally fine to have this fear, to be under misapprehensions, to make mistakes. Trust me, you will overcome it. And you will determine who and what you're meant to be. And the most beautiful part about it is, you are empowering yourself to make these choices. And you're changing. But most of the times, we resist because we feel, quote, off. And I'm making little quotations with my fingers. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not on camera because my hair is so shaggy, by the way. Very unkempt. But we resist things because, oh, you know, we don't feel good. But that's okay. And it's natural for us to do so. We try to maintain what's familiar because it's what's safe. And it's what our mind recognizes as known and it's how we feel like we're in tune with ourselves but change is always going to be unsettling and just because you're unsettled doesn't mean you're on the wrong path oftentimes it's where everything begins so if you're feeling lost confused sad 
mournful. It's all okay. These are normal emotions. You should be feeling that way. Because facing yourself is difficult. And contemplating the repercussions of changed decisions and choices are often difficult too. But you will find your way. You will emerge from the period of deconstruction a more refined version of yourself. One who is sounder and firmer in character. One who knows more of where they're going and who they want to become and how to get there. I was terrified of my journey. But looking back, I'm glad I did it. And you know what? I still am terrified at other points too. But I'll continue to do it. And so will all of you. You will continue to deconstruct accordingly as needed and to become who you want to be. So, that is my summary. That was my long speech. As always, I thank you all so much for tuning in to the Writing to Inspire podcast with your favorite host, Jamal Kadura, who comes on unscripted with the facts, or what I deem to be facts, right? But again, I thank you all so much. And for those of you who are not following my Instagram page at Writing to Inspire, do so, enjoy the content, and embrace the loving, kind community. As always, thank you all so much, and happy healing. Thank you so much for listening to the Writing to Inspire podcast. Please be sure to give it five stars and leave a comment so that it spreads to other people. As always, I appreciate you, and happy healing.